Hello. Hello. Greeting to you. This is the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, it's everybody's favorite person named Catherine. Catherine Coker. Hi. Nice to be here. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. It's good to uh, still be beating Catherine Heigl. You know what? I suddenly feel awful about that particular one, though. I was I was looking to qualify it, uh, and of course, that's the easiest thing to jump to. It's just your name. But my mom is named Catherine. So oh. I, you know what? You're second. I'm sorry. Oh no, <laughs> I I'm totally fine with that. It's a great yeah. name. I might actually have to think about it a little more too, like Catherine the Great, you know, the the Queen of Russia or Come Empress. Come on, I guess. you know me. Yeah, but she did some good stuff. She helped modernize Russia. I mean, she was no Peter the Great, but still. I roll. I'm rolling my eyes at you for not being a good enough friend. You know what? Modernize Russia, and we'll talk. Okay. This week we are talking about a topic, and that topic is in our potent potables section. Unpotent potables. Uh, coffee. We're talking about coffee. Getting jazzed for coffee. Impotent potables. <laughs> you know, you're right, but it just doesn't sound right. Uh, you were jazzed about coffee, which surprised me when, when we discussed this in the uh, extensive pre-show meetings we, of course, do before every show. Yes. Um, you mentioned uh, you were really excited to talk about this. Yeah, I'm excited to be the counterpoint to your point. Oh, well, that, okay, so I guess I should go first then, because yes, otherwise... Yes, I'm counterpoint. You know, it's not you know called what they counterpoint say. point. That's a weird yeah. name. Don't counterpoint before you point. That's a saying around the New York Times editorial uh, uh, office room. Is it? Yeah. Hey, fun fact. Um, did you know uh, op-ed? I always thought it was opinion slash editorial, but really mm-hmm. it's opposite editorial page. Did you know that? Opposite editorial. Yes, it is the page that is opposite the editorial page. Oh, okay. The editorial page is written by the editors, and the opposite of the editorial page is written by anyone who feels like writing uh, an essay. Interesting. Yeah, there's your fun fact. That is cool. Yeah, so uh, if, I, if I can counterpoint your point, um, I really like coffee, because uh, I, I, I dig on some caffeine, you know. I'm a, I think, generally speaking, I... Uh, I'm an uppers drug user. Um, <laughs> that that particular drug being pretty much just caffeine. Um, let me think real quick. Uh, any other uppers? Nope, nope. Clean slate. Um, unless you count life. Uh, gets me pretty excited. Life is no, a downer. You're not counting life? <laughs> not counting life. Oh, It's shucks. a downer. <laughs> also, um, I can stop living anytime I want to. <laughs> just admit you have a problem, Catherine. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so have uh, are you are you familiar with the Little Prince? La Petite Prince. Exactly. Si. I mean, we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad those French classes stuck. Um, <laughs> so I watched the Little Prince movie from 1974 this weekend. Have really? you seen this movie? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, oh, it's great. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's very trippy. It kind of seems like a particularly technical adaptation of Godspell. Yeah, it's a lot of like colors that don't seem like they work in the movie and like hand drawn things on screen, sharing screen with physical people. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. 
It's cooked out. Can you say it early also 90s? included? <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's well early seventies. Uh, boy, that was a long period. We had a very long period where that was acceptable. I'm oh gonna my say, God, you're right. Yeah, from the Little Prince straight up through Ghost Rider. You know what it was? What was it? CGI. Mm-hmm. Came busted in. Busted it wide open. Busted it open. I was told that, uh, so you're familiar with uh, the concept of sports television, yes? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I was trying to, <laughs> I'm familiar, trying to, but not as familiar as I should be. I was trying to neuter that as much as possible, so as not to raise your ire at the concept of televised sports. Because second, we simply sorry. don't have time, we have a podcast to get to. But they used to, I guess, when they were televising sports, because they didn't really have a graphic to show. Yeah, I mean, so there's a clock, right, in many sports games. Yeah. Um, and so they'll, they'll put, like, you know, uh, a, a cartoon, I guess, a graphic of some kind that shows the clock. And it's, like, superimposed. It's a computer-generated feed into the video feed, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. why I'm having such trouble explaining this concept. I see what you're saying, though. I guess what they used to do is just sort of, like, put another piece of film in the bottom right corner, and it was a camera on a physical clock. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's really weird. Yeah. You, I mean, I feel like you're you're more, you have a higher level of film expertise than I do. I think, I does think that make any sense be, to you? That does make sense to me. It's like, that's going to be one of those things where it's we're going to tell our kids, like, or people who are a few years older than us are going to tell their kids, like, yeah, when I was at your age, we did this thing. And the kids are going to be like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, was looking at a listicle today on BuzzFeed, as I, uh, as, as we all often do. Um, you know, it was it promised it would change my life in the first three seconds, and I had to do it. Sure. You know, I, I'm high on life. What else are you um, going to do? you yeah, got to find exactly. your next fix. <laughs> exactly. More <laughs> listicles. I just need... Oh, I just need... <laughs> 25 this is, top. First of all, this is not my joke, but I am Go high ahead. on life, but pretty soon I found that I was seizing not one day, but two days, three days, four days at a time just to cop the same buzz. <laughs> not my joke. But. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is that a famous person's joke or are you Arge stealing Barker. this from someone? Arge Barker. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. He is good. Um... So, uh, this... So the thing I was reading, of course, was, uh... Uh, 55, 55, imagine that, 55 things that, uh, only a teen girl from the 90s would recognize. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. Clarissa explains specific. it all is on that yeah. list. No, but all the styles were for sure. Oh, okay. Um, Side and actually, I, I did recognize a lot of it because, uh, my sister was a teen girl in the 90s oh. and I really didn't have a lot of other basis for the world. Human interaction? Yeah. Um... And, uh, but, but it really stirred up something in me in that I realized that even then, I think, I think we look back at these things and we, you know, uh, we forget. And so we have the same reaction that our children's children will have, which is what? But, and I I had a little bit of that, but, but what it also shared was I realized I had that same sort of fear and unfamiliarity and not understanding at the time. Like, I didn't understand the world then, either. Like, I was looking at these these baggy denim overalls and needlessly uh, colorized it's whatever. Like, <laughs> it's like, let's say your, your, your sister is, like, a planet, right? And I feel yeah. like what happened is you kind of did, like, a slingshot gravitational move around it, 
right? So mm-hmm. you're approaching it from one side, from one age. And mm-hmm. you're like, I don't understand it. I don't really understand it. This is weird. The world is a strange place. And you slingshot around and you're just moving away from it now. And you're like, I understand this less and less and less as I age. <laughs> well, that's probably right. And uh, uh, I think these talks of little planets and uh, uh, ignorance and, you know, questioning via the Socratic method um, about what is important brings us right back to the little prince uh, in this <laughs> Confusing maze of a segment that is our first segment. <laughs> and uh, as far as being high in life and being able to drop down any time, what is included in this film is a 15-minute dance number from Bob Fosse, a uh, pioneer in the choreographic arts, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're familiar with Bob Fosse? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. He does basically Michael Jackson moves, but it was 1974, so he would have been ahead of the curve. Yeah. But also, he's like, he moves uh, like a snake. You know the big spender dance? Yeah. Yeah, that's all him. I mean, that's his style. He's very good. Yeah. And I think what they realized was that the pamphlet that is The Little Prince was much too short for a feature-length film. And so they <laughs> need to have... I'm pretty sure there must have been a discussion on set that was just like... Sick burn on The Little Prince. I like, I, no, it is a pamphlet. It's very short. You know what else is a pamphlet? Goodbye, uh, Thomas Paine's, um, oh, what's the name of that thing? His pamphlet on, uh, whatchamacallits? Don't Tread on Me, you know. Oh, yeah. Common Sense? I don't think that's it. That's someone else. Uh, is that Ben Franklin? Common mm, Sense? I don't think so. No, that's no, ben Franklin uh, was the, somebody's the, almanac. Uh, poor Richard's almanac. The poor Richard. Yeah. Didn't even have ten pennies. The Ten Penny Opera. Is there a Ten Penny Opera? It's a crappy opera. Coffee. When we come back. I smell daisies in the winter. I hear Robin singing sweet songs all year round. For if I'm ever feeling blue, remember that there's always something that you can do. And we are back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about coffee, coffee, getting distracted, because I'm jittery from caffeine. And this brings us to, finally, to the sort of crux of my troubles with coffee and why it's been on, on the brain recently, and which is, I can't drink coffee anymore. I don't know what's happened. What happened to you? Okay, what happens when you drink coffee? I get uh, my natural anxiousness becomes uh, even greater, mm-hmm. and you know my natural anxiousness is already rather formidable. You're a pretty anxious dude. Yeah, and I already talk pretty fast. Yep. And, and, uh, yep. And I just feel like uh, coffee exacerbates all that, and I actually get sleepy after a while. I don't. I don't know if you do this. When, when I work you sort my of way tucker up, yourself up. I tucker myself up. Uh, out? No, no, up. I think Ooh, up is exactly right. Okay. We've coined a new, we've coined a new phrase here. <laughs> when you're tuckered up is when you get so excited that suddenly you just can't really be excited anymore. That uh, sounds horrible. It, yeah, sounds like it's a bad awful. trip, man. But the problem is, I really like. 
coffee. Like, I like the flavor. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I guess I could just drink decaf. But it's not, you know, decaf coffee is not as readily available. I can make it my own. My, or you on can my own, make it obviously. your own. Yep. It's my favorite. Bet it. So, you... <laughs> um, but also, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess I have a very strong intellectual attachment to coffee, which is that, you know, it's a, coffee is this great uh, uniter drink. It's, it's where historically, you know, coffee houses are where people used to come together to talk about big ideas and, you know, really hash things out. True. Or, you know, when you're burning the midnight oil, I guess I always assumed the midnight oil was coffee. I don't know if that really makes sense. But in my head, it was always coffee. Huh. That makes and a lot of sense. Burn it, but I've never thought but, about it that way. Perhaps because you know, I am not a coffee drinker. Well... Well, we should get to that. I mean, maybe we can, uh, you know, you and I can, maybe you and I can form our own not coffee house. How about that? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, when I will, I will say, hey, do you want to go get coffee? I will totally ask people to go get coffee. But then mm. I will just sneakily get, like, tea instead. Nice. And only, yeah. like, one in four times does someone say, oh, you're not getting coffee? <laughs> what are you doing? What? You really got to stop going to coffee with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> But it's got a lot of good startup ideas. I mean, I think it's worth it. The non-coffee house? Um, but coffee no, no. houses sell not coffee. Coffee houses sell not coffee. They sell all huh. kinds of not coffee. I feel brought in by the peer pressure, though. That yeah. I exert on myself. Yeah, that's the worst yeah. kind of peer pressure. Mm-hmm. I think everyone else is doing this. And so, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know, I think it's okay. It's like, I don't know. So obviously, these all these sort of social procedures, I guess, um, they're all like, of course you can not get coffee while getting coffee. And I think that's pretty innocuous. There's yeah. also, you know, like, hey, let's go grab a beer or something and chat about it. You know, you can well, you can not get an alcoholic drink, and that's also fine. Yes. Um, but, I don't know, I, I feel bad about this. Uh, especially in the alcohol case, because some people, you know, don't drink alcohol, and I feel like it's important to respect that choice. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, doesn't it feel a little like, oh, you're not, we're not doing this thing together anymore. Do you get that? Do you know what I mean? Not with coffee, maybe because I am the aggressor there in every, <laughs> in every... You are the aggressor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there is something more romantic about getting drunk together than getting amped on caffeine together yeah, it's so romantic you're absolutely right that's i mean that's there is favorite. a romantic quality to it it's my favorite valentine's day card i ever got let's get drunk together it was... uh, it's more romanticized is that what i'm trying to say hi it's Catherine. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties this episode, so this is all we have. It's okay. The rest wasn't that great anyway. Just, you know, a snake came and joined the podcast, and then he was our co-host for a while, and then the snake ate Tim, and then I ate the snake. Well, anyway, long story short, me and the snake will be back next week for more fun. See you then. Take me home, I'm feeling stressed. Put down your phone and I'll tell you what's happening next Honey, you're passing the test She sees what she wants to see ooh, ooh, ooh.